welcome to Unwritten Imaginings, where lazy authors talk about story ideas that they'll never get around to writing. New episodes every Sunday. Let us know if you use one of our ideas, and we'll give your story a shout-out in a subsequent episode. Refer a friend and get $25 in credits when they make their first purchase. Ah, uh, and just to make sure everybody is aware, uh, we don't actually have anything to buy at the present moment, and I think I'm going to go ahead and say that that offer might expire if that changes. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we'll ever sell anything though, so. It's true. Uh, yeah. Hi, I'm Atheo, author of three web serials that you can find under that name, all of which have uh, very strange protagonists. Hi, I'm Eunice. I also have three fictions that are listed under Eunice 5656. I don't know if you would consider the protagonist strange. They're, I guess they're unrealistic. I mean, I wouldn't consider them that strange. Yeah, but that's because you're weird, so. Okay, we'll go with mm. that. This week, we are on our normal schedule of one of our ideas, and in particular, th today is mine. So, I don't really have something that complete this time, but I think I'm going to go ahead and use it anyway. So, what I have yeah. is essentially, like, sometime in the past, the world that we're looking at was... At least Earth-like. I don't think that uh, modern Earth would actually work with my idea, so we're just gonna pretend like it doesn't exist and instead say we're in an Earth-like world that sort of something happened and suddenly it just like flooded. The whole thing just over the course of like 10 years it went from there's a relatively reasonable amount of land to everybody lives on boats or drowns. So what we're looking at is essentially like a world a hundred years after that. So like all of the serious technology has been, if not lost, at least reduced in prevalence. And pretty much the entire planet is just covered in water. Okay. So like the ecosystems have changed so that pretty much everything's fine in the water. Except that there's basically no land dwellers except for intelligent ones that managed to survive and any pets they brought along with them. I see. And there's just not enough land to uh, get other land dwellers in other places. So if you run into one of very few tiny islands, they essentially have like remnant plants and little else. Okay. Do you envision people have like floating, floating cities? Well, I was thinking like it happened quickly enough that they weren't able to do that. Oh, okay. So in a hundred years, humanity has not figured shit out yet. <laughs> well, it's it's more like they've started to figure shit out, and they've figured shit out enough that they're that they're like surviving and you know growing. But they didn't start out as well, so okay. they're essentially just like very few, like large congregations of people. Okay, so so this is kind of a civilization. Or I wouldn't even call it civilization. They're like they're they're still like kind of like a post-apocalypse, but like nobody remembers yeah. the apocalypse. So it's kind of just like this is how things are now. Okay. Um. Yeah. It's a couple generations, but like you know they they still kind of like scavenge the husks of previous civilizations when they can find it. Most of it's just deep underwater. How many, like, feet of water are we talking? Like, people can't even get to 
old cities through diving. Like, I mean, you can get it. You can get there through diving if you're assisted by something, but not if you're um, just like free diving. Okay. So, it, it, essentially, that makes it so that it's difficult for basically anybody to get down there because to get the things that make it easier to go down there, you basically need to go down there or find some other way. Okay. I feel like, yeah, there would be like specialized diving companies that scavenge and they zealously guard their equipment from others. I'm not sure if companies make sense because that's mostly just like a, if you have a lot of people together, that can make sense. But if you're scattered the way that I was thinking that they are, companies doesn't really make sense unless you're talking company in the sense of like 30 people. (laughs) Yeah, like that. Not like you know, mega corporations, more like family businesses. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure they'd have to guard their diving secrets just because, like, not secrets, just their equipment. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The equipment. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, like people tend to be super isolated. Like I assume, you know, long distance travel is not. Well, long distance travel is fairly easy, actually. <laughs> But it's just, you're not really traveling to anywhere. Yeah, like, it's not, like, commercial, I guess. I would say most people live on some sort of conveyance that can take them to places, but they don't necessarily have set destinations to go to. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That being said, I don't know if, like, GPS would have survive this or is this like not earth like it's not like modern civilization flooded well i was thinking like an essentially modern civilization in the past Mm -hmm. has fallen because yeah like if it would be like like modern earth flooded i feel like they would still have satellites well how long did gps satellites even last is the thing i'd have to look that up I mean, I think we have some that are hitting several decades old. Well, I mean, we wouldn't be able to do maintenance on them at all. So I'm... Yeah, I don't think they really maintain them. Like, it's probably cheaper to just send another one. Previous ones become obsolete. Which they... Yeah, so they wouldn't be able to send up new satellites. It looks to me like Mm -hmm. they have a lifespan on, like, the seven to eight year range. And some of them would last longer than that, but I don't think that any of them would last into the, like, century range. Mm -hmm. I would say, to make it interesting, that, like, there are still a few satellites kicking around, but, like... Well, you can navigate pretty effectively by just star maps. I mean, you can't place yourself to within 15 feet, but you can reasonably place yourself within a couple of miles. Yeah, like, I would say they would have most of the technology that modern civilization has, but it's becoming quite unreliable at this point. Yeah. So, like, it's a weird mix of, like, futuristic technology and, like, going back to ancient analog methods of determining things. So a mix of those two is probably what makes sense. I think probably (laughs) the big thing that we have is sort of that... um, is that word anachronistic mm-hmm. sort of shipbuilding and navigation with occasionally just like more modern tech that's just like there and a couple of people know how to make it so it's spread around even if not a lot 
like, yeah, this is super rare. Um, only these three people know how to make it. And actually, like, getting new materials is very difficult because underground mining is not... I mean, underwater mining is not that easy. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing that's, like, keeping the civilization from rebuilding itself effectively is that they can't really mine underwater. Mm -hmm. They can try, but it's not ideal. And they can sometimes get metal from, like, diving and stuff, too. They just have difficulty when they want to get a lot of metal to actually start rebuilding their civilization. Now, I think that's a reasonable base world. Although, I think we we would sort of need to come up with a bunch of, like, cool marine life at some point just to, like, control how, instead of making it, you know, completely dark and terrible, you throw in some cool marine life. Like, uh, there's these seaweed that grows weird fruit that we have learned how to cook and then there's just constant fishing and then occasionally fish pets okay yeah like i would say this would be like an alternate world that doesn't have explicit magic but does have a bunch of weird pseudoscience yeah like like almost like sci-fi it's kind of just like made up species that if you don't know things about biology are fairly plausible. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you could also have, like, dolphins as, like, the hunting dogs of, of the world. That would actually be a lot of fun, because, I mean, it wouldn't exactly be difficult to have a dolphin as a, compared to a dog in, like, actually prehistoric times. Yeah, like, dolphins have replaced dogs as man best friend. Uh, except maybe there are some dogs around, too. Or like some sort of some sort of pet from the previous world that just like it's sticking around, but it's on its last legs. It's trying really hard, but it can only survive because people are getting it to survive. Yeah, like dogs are like a niche pet, and dolphins are like a common pet. <laughs> exactly. And what else? So yeah, I guess there isn't really like countries anymore, and it's it's a little bit. You know, you control what you have the power to control. If you, you know, if you have a bunch of boats under your command, you can become pretty powerful. Sort of. You could press gang a few people, but like, I don't think that it would be very reasonable to expect any large group of boats to gather together. For one thing, because... It would just make it harder to live in a large group because you don't have farming in the normal sense. Yeah. So, as much as actually, I think if you're if you're thinking of like the the fall of a previously similar to our civilization, like what would what would have happened in the event of like a sudden flood would be that the companies that already controlled large boats such as like shipping companies and cruise companies would have then risen to prominence as the global powers well yeah i mean to a degree but the reason that i said that you want to give it like a hundred years or so like after that is because those boats that they originally started with would be mostly fallen by now so i mean you could have had like an empire of your empire of uh, fishing ships and, like, metal ships, but 
after about a hundred years or so without the ability to repair them, you'd start to have problems. Yeah. But if they had, like, the initial power, I think even with the fading of the technology, it would have, like, started a form of governance or, like, they would just be... I mean, it would be a form of governance, but you'd essentially need people to agree to be governed by about 50 years down the line. Because you would have lost a lot of your ability to actually force the issue. Well, I mean, it's kind of like, initially... Depending on how evil these people would have been, they they could have not allowed people onto their boats during the flooding unless they agreed to a certain set of rules. And then, you know, if their children are just born into that system, it kind of self-perpetuates a certain level of... I, it's like there's the power structures created by the initial fall. Well, I can see that, but my counterpoint is that it's like too easy to just leave. Like, because it's extremely difficult to to leave on, like, a modern society. You can't just go out into the wilderness and expect to do well. But mm-hmm. if you're looking at, like, this sort of post-fall, but, like, the oceans have suddenly surged to, like, greater prominence and life has essentially moved to become basically fish and underwater plants and all that and basically nothing else, it would be easier than... It is today, especially, to essentially just leave whatever society is there, as long as you could get yourself a boat, which I guess the big thing that comes up then is how do people get the stuff to build boats? Exactly. I personally think it would be much harder to leave, actually, than it is now. Yeah, I kind of want to make things just, like, really convenient. Okay. But maybe I mean, that's just me. I feel like we could magic up some kind of plant. Extremely convenient underwater plant that during its life cycle essentially grows wood and then at the end of it, it cuts off at the bottom and its trunk floats up and starts spreading the seeds across the ocean floor. But like once it's out of the seas, then it's just very convenient wood floating on the surface. Or, like, if you even want to go further, you can make it so that there is a type of plant that, while alive, it floats at the ocean surface and photosynthesizes. And as long as, like, you garden it properly and keep it healthy, you can just ride that. It doesn't, like, steer very well, but, like, if you don't (laughs) care about that, you can just make your own island. I don't really know how I feel about that one. (laughs) Uh, yeah, just because I mean... it reminds me of that, like, what are those, like, giant jellyfish? Or am I just imagining something? You mean, like, real giant jellyfish? Yeah. I I, I think it's real, but I, it might not be. I literally don't remember. I'm, I'm not a marine biology specialist by any means. <laughs> okay. Like, what does it remind you of? It just reminds you of jellyfish? Is that, that was the point? I think it's a jellyfish. But it's like a living raft of some variety. I don't think jellyfish are solid enough to be a raft. Yeah, it's not a it's not an actual jellyfish. I just have them associated with jellyfish. It would help if I remembered the name, but I absolutely do not. Well, you also have the option of having like other giant creatures that you could live on as floating rafts if you want to go in that direction. Um 
I think the issue with living creatures mm -hmm. being the sort of craft is that you do need, like, a roof. So just given that you need some sort of covering, I'm not sure how many living beings would be amenable to that <laughs> for living on. Well, if it's like a plant raft, you could build on top of it. It's just essentially a floating island. Yeah. If if you want to go really fantastical, like you could do some sort of like shelled creature that has evolved to have a symbiotic relationship with humans where like you get to live in its shell, but in exchange you got to like do things for it, like clean parasites off its back or something. <laughs> I don't know about evolved to, but like goes into an agreement with essentially in the same sense that dogs became humans pets essentially because the wolves and the humans hunted together in a way that made things more convenient for both of them and that's not really evolution i mean the evolution came after because of the selective breeding of those wolves into yeah like the modern dog but the actual like original groups weren't so much evolution as they were a little bit of selective reading and a little bit of just both of us are uh, helped out by this thing. It doesn't really matter whether you want to call it like early symbiotic relationship or evolved symbiotic relationship. Well, I mean, it doesn't really matter in the long term, but in the short term, it does change sort of how wild these creatures would be. And a hundred years in, in this situation is the short term. Or like if you want to you could even make it so that as kind of one of the last ditch efforts of uh, modern tech before all the equipment died, like some... Genetically modified turtles. Yeah, like genetically modified some sort of turtle or sh like shelled fish to, to become like enormous <laughs> and uh, develop a tolerance for humans inside its shell. <laughs> I see. I mean, that would actually be kind of interesting... Especially if you had a bunch of these giant turtle types, as well as a bunch of, you know, old-style ships. And the old-style ships have started breaking down, but the turtles have just kept going. Yeah, you have the fall of one mode of transportation and the rise of another. And, I mean, just given the type of transportation that it would be, like, you're also seeing the fall of the last holdouts of the old civilization. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm wondering what kind of character and uh, conflict we should throw into this sort of situation. Yeah, I mean you got a lot of possibilities with this type of thing. You wanted it to be like a conflict between the old and the new. Well, it could be like the old civilization's last gasp of of like trying to be relevant. Yeah. Well, in that case, I would make the MC like a turtle breeder or something. I don't know if a turtle breeder is exactly what we want to go with, but somebody who lives on the turtle, definitely. No, and breeds them to sell to others who are then defecting from the old ships. Okay, that's fair enough. Although I do think, like, that would only last for a limited period. Of, even genetically modified, these turtles would take a while to get to full size. Oh, yeah. Like, so when they're born, they're, like, the size of, like, I don't know, a, an adult sea turtle. And they live for, like, 500 years because they're so big. Um, <laughs> but, like, I would say 
by the time they're like probably five, they're big enough for like one or two people to live on, but they just keep growing. <laughs> I see. So these are very large. Yeah, they're very large. Like they were designed so that, or they were genetically designed so that by the time they get to like adult size, they can basically be a small town. I kind of de depends on your definition of town, I would think. Because, like, if you're talking, like, a town of 25 to 50 people, I'd be like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. If you're talking about a town of, like, two to 300 people, I'm like, uh, maybe not. Yeah, I mean... Two to 300 people living on, a, living on a single turtle, that's an enormous turtle. Yeah, I know. It depends on how much you want to, like, make people scream about this. That is a square cube law just flagrantly <laughs> defying turtle. You know, we can play with, I don't know, physical constants, in increase the, <laughs> the rate of diffusion in this, <laughs> in this world. <laughs> That's an option, but I think I'd rather just keep them small enough that, like, nobody thinks to question it. <laughs> yeah, okay. And don't, don't ever say anything about that. Just a tip from one author to another. Don't explain why your turtles are small enough that that nobody questions it. Just make sure that they are. <laughs> Turtles the size of uh, moderate-sized whales are enough for 15 to 25 people to live on them comfortably. Okay, we'll do that. And then, you can even make it so that people live inside the turtle shells. That would be a little strange. Like, how do they get in the turtle shell? You have to swim into your home? I mean, that would be cool. Through the head hole. Yeah, but, like, that's going to be underwater most of the time. Or at least partially underwater. Yeah. So you have oh. to swim into the home. I, I like it, actually. <laughs> it allows the turtles to dive while people are still there and not drowning. Yeah, not for long, but it does let them dive. Yeah. In, ca in case of, you know, there are reasons that turtles would want to be able to dive. Yes. But like, you know, like on sunny days, on sunny days, they'll just like float on the surface and people can go like sunbathe on, on the outside. <laughs> yeah. People have control of them, sort of, in the same way that people have control of dogs. Like you can train them and then yeah. they'll usually do what you say. Although if you tell them to do something particularly stupid, they may just, you know, ignore you. Yeah. If you have a poorly trained turtle, you may drown. <laughs> That's your own fault. For being a bad turtle owner. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So we have sort of we have sort of how people are living. They're fishing a lot, they're taking the fruits of this very convenient seaweed for their vegetables. There are these trained turtles and pet dolphins. <laughs> so how do the uh how does the old world sort of ship group how do they primarily plan on like making their presence known one last time before their ships all crumble into rust i suppose they are what frantically scavenging for enough metal to like make the next generation of ship actually you said that the turtles could be used to dive and given sort of that they're big enough for 15 to 20 people 
to live in, that's enough time for a single person to have quite a bit of time if they keep going back and forth between the air. So maybe uh, these old ships have sort of come to the realization that these turtles can be used to sort of pick clean the remnants of the prior civilization. Okay. Like, that, that diving time is not enough to go mining underwater, but it is definitely enough that you could access the prior remains of the civilization and try and bring things up. Wait, why is it only 15 minutes? That's not 15 minutes. It's 15 people's worth of air for a certain amount of time. So, like, let's say that you had enough air within the turtle shell to uh, dive with 20 people for 15 minutes to 30 minutes. Then you could multiply that by having just a few people in there. Yeah. So... Like, when when they go on a, a mining expedition, they'll do one turtle per person one turtle per person or like three people per turtle you know just like reducing the number by a lot honestly like yeah they could just have the turtle do the digging <laughs> well the tur- turtles don't exactly have opposable thumbs and I'm, I'm not thinking that they can do actual like digging and mining because that's an entirely different process that you need more space for and having a lot of water would actually make that particular process, like, kind of ridiculously difficult. Mm. So... I mean, I'm... Sh- they can clear away, like, large amounts of sand and stuff. Kind of. I mean, the water's working against them all the time. But, like, scavenging, scavenging the remains of old cities, getting glass and metal from things that are already down there, I mean, that would be doable. Mm. So... That's that's what I was sort of thinking that they were doing, is that they're trying to cling on to the remains of the old civilization by scavenging the remains of the old civilization. Just play on that self-cannibalistic nature of clinging to the past. There you go, a theme. <laughs> uh, I guess, like, yeah, like, people are defecting from the, these aging ships on, you know, their brand new turtle. It's kind of like... Getting your first car when you're 16, you're like, oh, look, this is my turtle. Um, <laughs> but, like, but, like, you would need a group of people to get a turtle, not just one. Wait, no, it's not like buying your first car. It's like buying your first house. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, people get married and then they get a down payment on their turtle. <laughs> I'm, I'm not exactly sure what would count as a down payment, and I'm fairly certain that it doesn't probably matter because like the only people who would be using money are like people on the metal ships to begin with because everybody else is like okay but what am i going to do with this bill i cannot eat it no no no, it's not money it's but it's like a because turtles take so long to mature like they have to be very expensive but obviously in like useful resources such as food and whatever they use to make their clothing and nets and yeah and gear and cooking pots you know the things that people need because like a turtle breeder because a turtle breeder not only has to like raise the turtles they have to train the turtles so it's a lot like they could probably only manage i mean given that they're genetically modified you could have them have the like social teaching thing where they teach each other how to do things very well because, I mean, we have, 
we have animals that do that already. So you could make the training easier when there's a lot of them. Hmm. Would that work well? In... As long as as long as a notable number of them are already trained is the is the kicker there. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure turtles can train each other to respond to like verbal commands and stuff like that because they can't make the sounds. They don't really need to make sounds as long as they can communicate with each other or like push each other into doing things. Okay, but then how do they? Not like a dog can speak English, but they can teach other dogs how to do things fairly well by providing examples and pushing their compatriots into doing things. I guess? I, I mean, like, dogs can't teach each other to sit when a human tells them to sit, you know? Um, not directly, but they can make that process way faster. Yeah, like, if you have a trained turtle, then the other turtle can learn through, like, mimicry. Yeah, oh, that's okay. what I was saying. I thought, okay, that's, that's fine. So, yeah, people are leaving the ships, and the ship owners are trying to, like, they want to change what the turtles are for. Like, they don't want them to be, like, living homes for, like, small independent uh, family groups. Yeah, they just want to use them to uh, scavenge the remains of the old world. Yeah. But I don't see how they can really sabotage this nifty business model we have going on. <laughs> well, as if they just need to capture a turtle and they and uh, take out anybody who actually has their own turtles. So they're going around killing people's turtles. That's mean. <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh no, poor turtles. I mean, the way that I would sort of frame it is that like they're doomed anyway. To, they're not going to succeed in this wiping out of turtles that they're trying to do. They're just doing it because, like, and and they have no chance of succeeding either. And, like, a few of them even know that. It's just that they want to hang on to whatever power they still have, and this seems like the best way to do that. Okay. Okay, there's, there's a rash of mysterious turtle deaths happening because they're trying to kill all the turtles. And the turtle trainer has to, like, figure out what's going on and save his turtles. <laughs> or at least, if not, like, save the turtles directly, then at least disable the, uh, the people who are hunting them down from being able to do so. Yeah. You think they're just gonna, like, violently kill the turtles? Or would they do something terrible, like introduce a turtle disease? I mean, they would prefer to introduce a turtle disease, but, like, their ability to do so would be rather limited. Like, I think that's the point, is, like, that they they would prefer to be more powerful than they are, but they don't really have that option, so they're settling for exercising what little power they have. Or, like, I don't know, you could make it so that they happen to scavenge an old uh, biosafety lab that stocked viruses. Yeah, I mean, that's an option. I just don't think that it's like... I, I think that that falls into the sort of save-the-world plot that I'm not really a fan of. Mm. But that might just be me, because I sort of like the idea of a villain or antagonist, as it were, who is doomed from the start and they know it. They just... Can't let go. ...want to exercise what power they have before the end. Or they want to cling on to something that, like 
is just not there to begin with. So then we can make it so that it's a there's a dark cabal of turtle assassins <laughs> that have been formed by one of these companies. I'm not sure why you would want a cabal of turtle assassins, but you know what? We can go with because, that. Because uh, what <laughs> other time can you use the phrase turtle assassin? <laughs> <laughs> ah yes this group they're terrifying what's their name the turtle assassins they're not assassins who are turtles they're assassins who kill turtles actually they don't really need to kill the turtles because I mean the turtles come pre-trained they just need to kill the people on the turtles oh don't agree with them oh and then they go in and enslave the turtles for their for their mining operations yeah, and by mining, we actually mean, like, terrible, terrible scavenging. Okay. So now they have this growing, I don't know what you call a group of turtles. Um, <laughs> I want to call them a fleet. I want to call them a pod, but that's dolphins. I want to call them a fleet. <laughs> I see. I mean, there's probably a name for it. I don't know. I mean, turtles are sol generally solitary creatures. I don't know if there's a name for a group of them. A bale of turtles, apparently? Or a dole? What? What? I just looked it up. Oh, okay. Bale, turn, dole, or nest, says the primary results from Google. Not into any of those. I like the turn, but maybe that's just me. A turn of turtles. You know what, because the companies don't see the turtles as intelligent, loving beings deserving respect, I'm going to call them a fleet of turtles, because that's what they'll refer to them as. I see, our turtle fleet. Yes, because they just see them as resources to be used. Well, I mean, you do want to maintain your resources at least, although given who we're dealing with here... Maybe they don't really uh, realize that maintenance is important. They don't maintain their turtles? No, they don't maintain their ships anyway, so now they have now they poorly maintain their turtles, even if they do maintain okay. them, in the sense of, like, they do continue to let them eat, but that's about all you can say as good for them. Oh, they didn't keep up with the, with the parasite cleaning and all of that you're supposed to do for your turtle? Well, I would think that they do that essentially because they press ganged people from each turtle but mm. okay or they make they make the turtles spend too long underwater at that yes. at depths that the turtles don't even like yeah because they're bad miners okay bad people okay so they're enslaving turtles and they're the people on the turtles okay so there's just a rash of mysterious turtle Slash family disappearances because everyone's being kidnapped. Yes, and you know they fit the turtles with like shock collars so that if they try and leave the designated mining area, how do they get shock collars? I don't know. It's not that hard to make a shock collar. It is when you can't get metal out of the ground. Well, you know, like maybe they cannibalize some of their ships that no longer work. Man, these people really are just accelerating their own demise. Yeah, like they're starting to break down their ships in or for material, which is, yeah, dumb, but you know. 
yeah, they're really just all you need to do is accelerate what they're already doing. Like they're destroying their own civilization as as they speak. Yeah. So this is a story of the inevitable doom of of a archaic outdated power structure. Yeah. I don't necessarily mind that. I like that actually. And I guess our MC is mainly trying to mitigate the amount of damage they do as they go down rather than save anyone. <laughs> yeah. I think sort of you can put like a like a sort of wistful, is that the mm-hmm. word? Like a wistful spin on it. Like this old thing got us this far, but like now it's it's going down and it's trying to take the new with it, so it really just needs to go down just a little bit faster this one time so that we can get back to living our lives and figuring stuff out as it now stands. Yeah. Like the 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 ships originally you know, saved everyone who didn't drown in the initial floods. But now they've outlived their purpose. And it's not the ship's fault, right? It's like, the good ships. It's the people. <laughs> it's the people who are still on the ships clinging to the, uh, clinging to the remnants in the hope that they can uh, maintain what power they have. Because it's not even like most people on the ship's fault. It's just the leader's fault. And everyone else is just trying to leave. <laughs> Okay, so we have turtle slaves and uh, turtle rider slaves. And turtle not slaves. And, uh... I think that's actually everything we need, unless you have something else that you want to bring up. Well, how is our MC going to see the turtles? He just kind of finds where they're being enslaved, and then... Well, I would think mostly that all they have to do is just, I don't know, break the weapons of the people who are using them to, uh fight people and it's not like they'd be difficult to break they're kind of centuries old at this point and not repairable yeah you could probably end the adventure with like sinking the flagship (laughs) i don't even think you need to like sink the flagship you just need to take away all its guns and then it's like okay now what sinking the flagship is symbolic so you have to do it you could just, like, leave it and, like, you know, ride off into the sunset on your turtle watching the fading remnants of the of the ship that's no longer powered. Okay, fine. Because it ran out of fuel or something. Just on the horizon, just leave. You know? Get yourself that scenic ending. Fine. They disable the flagship so that it can no longer propel itself and it no longer has, like, an electric lie. And then they just kind of strand the bad guys on it and ride off into the sunset with their free turtles. Exactly. Okay. You know, any of the bad guys are allowed to defect. They would just be split up among people who are not doing that. Okay. I feel like this story is very conceptual. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of, kind of a different one than we're usually into. Yeah. There's no slice of life at all. (laughs) A little bit quieter. Not as much of a ongoing, like, high-energy thing. Just kind of like a thoughtful, hey, <laughs> this is how things are. Things change. Yeah. I would say this is probably a one-book-length type of story. Yeah. No, this is just, like, one complete story, so you don't really need to go on past it at all. Okay. So we have our main character. We have our conflict. We have our resolution. We have cool turtles. As well as other, you know, questionably realistic 
marine life. But that's fine. The world is just questionably realistic to, to begin with, so we just let it exist in that state. Quasi-realism. You know? We can just say it's some kind of geneticist had a last hurrah before she died or something and uh, made all this weird but stuff. But pe people don't even realize that that's what it was. Kind of discovered these friendly turtles. <laughs> then I think that that's our four main points for this time. Yeah. Do we have uh, anything else before we sign out? No, I think that was it. All right. Thank you for listening to this uh, slightly quieter episode of Unwritten Imaginings. Yeah, if you liked the story and you want to write it, email us at listeners at unwrittenimaginings.com. If you want to contact us about anything else, also listeners at unwrittenimaginings.com. If you want to be guests, guests at unwrittenimaginings.com. We mostly want to take authors for that, but if you have a really good idea, you can send that in and we might uh, invite you on. Yeah. So, uh... Bye, everybody. Bye, and see you next Sunday.